need me on time? Welcome to Filipino Time. This is a very special episode. This is a landmark episode. Um, JR, are you excited for this one? I am ecstatic, Steve. Mm. Well, let's just get right into it. With us, we have a true renaissance man, born in the throes of World War II. He rose to prominence in our family and the world with his trademark blend of exuberance, crude humor, yelling, and singing. A true legend of the family with so many stories and so much to share with us is Uncle Pito. Pizza, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Steven. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, before we came on, you, you were talking about Lola Manuel and, uh, and, and a very interesting fact about Lola Manuel and loving a couple of different things that have kind of been forgotten. What were some of those things again? I believe that two mm. of your Lola's children were born while he was in the racetrack. So this is, so he's at a racetrack somewhere. Is this in Alongapo? Well, we were living in Quezon City. In Quezon City. Okay. Kamuni. So is this probably in like the 1930s? Yeah. We did not move to Longapo until 1939. Oh, okay. I was born in uh, Quezon City, 42. So, oh. but uh, Lolo was mm. working in Longapo then. And mm-hmm. there was a time, and this is a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was so sick. This was in Longapo. Mm-hmm. So the doctor asked your Lolo, Manuel, what do you like to do? You know, mm-hmm. he said, I want to go to the racetrack. <laughs> then go. He was so wow. sick. So he went to Manila because that's where the racetracks are. And he got well. He got so, well? Yeah. Because he did what he wanted to do. Yeah. And he was sick at the time. It's a true story. Was he a big, was he a gambler or did he just like the excitement? What, like, well, what do you think? Both. Yeah. You know, yeah. nothing could be as big as a racetrack enthusiast, mm. I might say, than my Auntie Oria. Auntie Oria. Yeah. She and, also liked Okay. Oh, wow. And Uncle Flor Cacho. Okay. Which was at the time when I got here, 66, was living in San Diego. Right. Auntie Oria at the time, there is no one closer but me and your Auntie Gloria uh-huh. to Auntie Oria. Mm-hmm. Even though he's got a lot of nephews and nieces mm-hmm. in the, the United States. You yeah. Know, starting from Hawaii, Uncle Potis. Yeah. Uh, uh, Florcacho, mm-hmm. all first cousins, mm-hmm. but none, no nephew and nieces that came from her own brother, your Lolo. Uh huh. So he never, she never missed visiting me in San Diego, <laughs> NTC, when mm-hmm. I was there mm-hmm. on my Navy training. Yeah. Uncle Florian, Nati Oria visits me, visits me before they go to Agua Caliente in, mm-hmm. in uh, Mexico and mm-hmm. Santa Anita. So, so in you, LA. so you had Navy training in the San Diego area. Yes. Around what time is this? This is uh, late '66 to early '67. Is is that when you first came to yes. America? Mm-hmm. If you came in the '60s, you joined. You were in the Navy. Yes. Was I, so? I have a faint memory of you mentioning that you were an excellent cook. Was that was this around the same time? Well, I didn't start cooking until uh, my uh, last. Two years in the Navy. Last two years in the Navy. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I was stationed in Treasure Island. Mm. Luckily, uh, Gloria was still in Alameda at the time before uh, they moved to San Diego. So uh, Alameda Island here in the Bay yes, Area. Okay. Uh, John was stationed over there. And, uh, you know, only months. And then they went to San Diego. Mm. But I didn't cook until the third or fourth year yeah. until I got out because I was a desk clerk 
Okay. Being from Olongapo, Mr. Rice, who was the uh, the uh, in charge of the BOQ, Bachelor's Officer's Quarters, didn't even ask any questions. Labrador, <laughs> from Olongapo, you are my desk clerk. <laughs> Automatic. Automatic. And, and you know, these uh, people way, way above me, third class and second yeah. class, I gave them orders. Nice. Yeah, because I was a desk clerk. Only because I'm better than they. I'm not saying I'm good at it, yeah. but I'm better than they. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and from a long ago, that makes a lot of difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, Lola Manuel, he wasn't necessarily a desk clerk, but he had a very oh. prominent yeah. administrative job in a long ago. We call it in the Philippines. He is mm -hmm. like Superman when uh, that movie came out. And uh, uh, what's his name? The uh, White said on the Daily Planet, you know, he may be slow, but he is the fastest typist. <laughs> That's your Lolo. Yeah. Trust me on that. Wow. Yeah. He, he, so he was a fast typer. Very good. And like, he helped a lot of people because of that. All right, 40 words. I'm I'm, oh, I'm, easy. I'm, 70. I'm going to get 70 words a minute? Yeah, easy. That's Jeez, pretty high. That's legendary. Mm -hmm. That's legendary. And those, are, and those old school keyboards, they're not as easy, right? You got that right. Yeah. 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 Bad we're news. using typewriters, not computers. Exactly. Which is harder. Uh-huh. You use your right Yeah. And they didn't have, yeah, they didn't have autocorrect. The autocorrect was, okay. was you like whiting it out or having to do something oh, physically wow. to the paper. Right? Or, My mom no. still uses her old typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the old autocorrect was people just knew words. Like people knew um, synonyms and those things a lot yes. better than I think they do now. Like, which is, which is kind of why, you know, when, whenever we play games like Scrabble or Boggle or, or whatever, like some kind of word game, it feels like the older generation is so much better than us because they, they had to know all the words already. Right. Well, Uncle Pito, he's a big wordsmith. Is that mm -hmm. a good word for that? A wordsmith? Well, I yeah. could. Uh, uh, he's pretty good. My, when I retired, you know, I read the paper almost every day. And I do the puzzles. Yeah. The Sudoku's. The uh, jumble. What's your favorite paper? Like, what's the paper that well, the you paper read all the time? I read now is the one we have here. Hayward Times. Yes. Because, yeah. you know. In one, at one time, before Sudoku came over mm. to the Bay Area, they already have it in Los Angeles. I believe they started it over there in 1981. Sudoku. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I take pride in in, yeah. in being pretty good at Sudoku, but Ooh. Uncle Pio is better than me. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, no. oh, yeah. I, this is what uh, the difference between uh, Edna and me. I like to lose because with that, I win the war. You learn. My sister Edna does not hate Lose. Competitive, sore loser. It or doesn't loser. matter. No, no. Sudoku or Scrabble. Edna will win. He's she's very good at that. You know, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't That's matter. True. When when we play poker at Canoga Park, there's yes. only six players. Mm -hmm. Automatic that plays this game. Even my Kuyang or Uncle Serio, that's is not included. The six players that I go every time I go to Canoga. That's the only time. We play poker. It's me, uh, my dad, uh, Edna, and of course. Kuyang? No, Kuyang is not a mainstay. Okay. Uncle Dong, Uncle and, Dong. and Quaresma. Ed Quaresma. Those six players. Wait, who? Automatic. Who is the last person? Uh, Uncle Dave. Uh, oh, is that what and, they call uh, them? Yeah. I didn't know that. Those are the, I called him the Uncle mainstay. Dave. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uncle Kuyang, as good as he yeah. was, 
you know, never mm. played no more than five, six games at Canoga Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even my brother Sergio. Yeah. The only six mainstays is what yeah. uh, I mentioned. Man. Yeah. Any any memories, classic memories from, from being around that that table and, and those concoctions? Oh, like like yeah. like who's the worst poker player in that bunch? It's gotta oh, be my dad. I don't know. I wouldn't say nothing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you, given the fact that your uncle Dong came to the United States late, mm. never played poker. We've been playing poker yeah. even in the Philippines. Yeah. Uncle Uncle, uncle Dong came in the I think late eighties. Yeah. Yes. My my mom was pregnant with me when yeah. right when she flew over yeah. to right. the okay, I was so conceived in the Philippines poker. and I was born in America. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, yeah you're born in 85. Okay. I'm an international man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are an international man of mystery. Uh, yeah. And good. you are the youngest amongst you cousins. I'm the right. youngest cousin of all of yeah. 17. Okay, I, and I do want to go over this. Okay, so Uncle Pito is part of the older generation exactly. of Labradors. Mm-hmm. We, me and JR are, are one step below, and there's 15 of us Labrador cousins. And I'm number 13 in terms of uh, age and JR's number 15 uh, you know, yes. going from y- y- youngest to oldest. So, but I do want to talk about the, uh, you and your brothers and sisters. You were, I think, are you number six, six of the 10 original yes. Labradors? Mm-hmm. And then on, on, four below me, four below. And so uh, JR's mom is one of them. And so is my mom. Do you have any memories? Well, that, would, that would include my mom's twin sister. Right? Yeah. And, and auntie Bing. Mm-hmm. Hi auntie Bing. Um, do you have any mem- early memories of what our moms were, were like as kids? <laughs> Your mom was eight years younger than I am. Eight, yeah. When I left the Philippines, 66. Mm-hmm. So she's, tw- she's 16. She's, she was still in high school. Yeah, 16. Quirino. She graduated in uh, Quirino. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know nothing about it. Yeah, you know, that's hard. It's tough. Mm-hmm. And I was so you know, focus mm-hmm. on leaving the Philippines. Yeah. So when my dad, your Lolo, asked me, join the Navy. I didn't want to join the Navy. I was uh-huh. 23 and a half at the time. Wow. Already. I so didn't want to. You're a young I, guy. I see Navy people in the long for all the time, yeah. every, in a daily basis. And I don't like the lifestyle. Was it kind of annoying seeing them? After a while. Yeah. Yes. But see, you may not believe this, Stephen, but Uncle John, mm. glorious husband, changed a lot of the Labrador lives. When John came to okay. our lives in Longapo, a lot changed. So he was a real catalyst oh in, in terms goodness. of like change. Uh, yeah, okay. I never knew how to eat steak. Mm. I know I was given. How did you eat steak of, before? Yeah. I, I never. I don't want to see no blood. You know, the Filipino style, uh, JR. Mm. Oh, so yeah, you got to cook yeah. it all the way through Filipino well, style. Well, yeah, you got to get it clean. John mm-hmm. came to our lives and he was courting your uh, mm. Aunt Gloria especially me yeah i was so i was the only one who took gloria to clark air force air force base when she left for the united states 1959 mm-hmm. but john changed our lives he changed it yeah so uh let, talk to me about that steak so how did john <laughs> teach you how to eat a steak well every time i see john the first thing he would ask me was what do you want do you need money pito oh i was you know that's nice yeah you want to say i don't smoke i was 15 he gives me cigarettes yeah. <laughs> that's nice yeah, I, I, I will say <laughs> I, 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 I like go, uncle john I, oh a good my influence. Goodness. I go to a nightclub 
you know, I okay. get free beers from at 15 Uncle and his friends. Yeah. So you were 15 at a nightclub and you got free beers from Uncle oh, John's friends. Uh, well, we could go to nightclubs younger than that. Yeah. Especially you can go to nightclubs younger than 15. You will have classmates uh -huh. that have nightclubs over there. Yeah. I was 13 when I sang at a nightclub. You, you sang at a nightclub at, at a 13 nightclub years old. I my guitar at the age of 13 you could play, because oh, the yeah. nightclub was owned by my classmate. I said, hey, no. uh, they call me Peng over there. Peng. You're good enough. Come on. And you know, my <laughs> mom will give you, uh, my dad will give you free beers. What did you sing? Oh, uh, in the Philippines, especially nightclubs over there, at that time, there's nothing mm. but country and western. Country western. Believe it or not, in every ship that I went to, mm -hmm. even though it's not my ship, I went to USS Pyro. Uncle Marshall's ship, my French, you know, mm -hmm. destroyers and everything. Guess what's on the radio? Country Western. Country Western. I had two songs at the time when I was 13. Okay. You know, uh, uh, far across the blue waters away. And then I was able to learn Lovesick Blues Ooh. by Hank Williams yeah. Sr. I got a feeling cold of blue, oh, oh, love, since my, and I know how to yodel. And, you know, drunk yeah. sailors don't give up yeah. what you do. They love it. They, they love it. Drunk. They drunk. This 13-year-old boy yeah. that you can sing with the guitar. It's not about your talent. It's about you. what Besides. you're being. And if you're being entertaining, that's all that matters. And you know who gave me my first guitar? Your Uncle Sergio. Uncle Sarah. For wow. Five pesos. Okay. Somebody hacked it to him. Five pesos? Five pesos at the time. Do you remember what kind of guitar it was? Oh, no. <laughs> I got a Yamaha now. You know, yeah. it's a modern world, so you have a better. Okay. But Uncle Sarah, you said, I don't like this. You use it. And I was, yeah. you know, yeah. you played the guitar, yeah. Stephen. You I started know? young, too. I, I got away like Elvis. Three notes, and that's it. That's it. But I could sing everything. That's that's almost every pop song is three, is three chords, it. baby. All it takes. Before 19, uh, before the end of 80s in here in America, mm -hmm. you do not know what kind of talent you have mm -hmm. until somebody tells you mm -hmm. that you could do it. Yeah. Before this karaoke thing came out, you know, yeah. even a five-year-old child that could read, could sing now. Yeah. And they hated that then. Yeah. So we were the elite uh -huh. in the early 80s yeah. over here because we could sing with our own instrument. Right. You could actually you, perform. Thank you. That's why I was invited in so right. many gigs and so many concerts and oh this pepito can you know play his guitar and sing so yeah so was no, was yeah. that was that 13 year old performance was that the beginning oh. of was that a spark for you of hey this is going to be or i'm one i'm good at this and i'm going to continue to do this like let me go back to what i just said you never know you know what Mm -hmm. kind of talent that could take you to. Yeah. You don't know. Mm -hmm. Until I got here, I was nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know I could do it until somebody tells you, hey, Pepito, you could be in my show. Oh, okay. So you were in my show with Gabby Conception. Yeah. You know, the best. Uh, good, good. That I, I want to get into this. The, the Gabby yeah. Conception show. Here we go. The best compliment I had on that show was your cousin Manuel, the mm. professor. The professor. When he heard Gabby entertain and, you know, of course, he goes after me. He was the headliner. You know what your cousin said? That you deserve better. Yeah. <laughs> you are way better than okay. this guy. And I've heard that from so many, yeah. you know, that went to our show. Yeah. So let's let's recap that show really quick. Yeah. So, so the, Uncle Pito, later in life, 
was became a very uh, popular regional performer here in in the East Bay, but then also all, all over, over, right? And you, including Europe, Europe, Hawaii, yeah. right? Oh, Hawaii, many yeah. times. Hawaii is my favorite. Yeah. You know why, Stephen? Well, let me interrupt you. Yeah. Before every show in Hawaii, mm. and I had five shows in Oahu, one in Kauai. Jonathan was there. He signed mm. more autographs than me. Mm. I get interviewed on the radio station KNDI. KNDI. TV. Yeah, just wow. A, you know, a station in Hawaii, radio station. Okay, great. I get interviewed yeah. before every show. Excellent. See? Yeah. That's a, no, that must have been many. exciting. Even in Vegas or Reno, right. they don't do that to me. But in, in Hawaii, uh -huh. you go to a Filipino station and they talk in Tagalog. Mm -hmm. so Did you ever have any recordings or anything a lot like that made? Trucks, I mm -hmm. got a lot of recordings okay. in my room that I cannot watch now because it's on 8-track. Yeah, it's hard. Well, we should get them converted. I'm sure That's what Costco or somebody. It's very yeah. possible, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I would take the glory out of those. Uh, shows and concerts because you of all my nephews are one of the best <laughs> uh, I you know I attended one of your you did. We uh, shows did. in Hollywood that's right the, the and whiskey you go go Japan and Germany we did yeah we I did. know you did that and nothing comes closer than that anytime yeah a producer or a talent scout tells you hey Pepito we're going to Oklahoma uh -huh. for a show. Okay. Even if you don't pay me, I would go. Mm -hmm. Think about this. The free airfare. Yeah. Free food. Mm -hmm. My God, free hotel. One time in Nebraska and Chicago, I had a show and I had a doctor driving me around. His name is Julius Nalundasan. Not a dentist, yeah. a real doctor. Uh -huh. Hands and knees. Pepito, where do you want to go? Yeah. Oh, I want to go to uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey's building. He'll take me. Uh, <laughs> I want to go to Al Capone's golf course mm -hmm. and museum. He takes right. me. Think about it. Even if I don't get paid, I will do that. And that's because of the close-knit uh, community of uh, people who, who in America who enjoyed the entertainment that you were bringing, that, that they would go out, that they would volunteer to, to, to help while you were traveling. So it's like an underground Filipino network. Thank you. Yes. That's how, what it is. Yeah. You know. If Fi you, Filipino Facebook, mm -hmm, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. go to Europe. We were based in Milan at the time. Mm. And, you know, 40,000 Filipinos were in Milan. They even have a, a, some kind of a lotto thing, mm. they call it. And. Your shows has to be on a Sunday mm -hmm. because most of those OFWs, we call it overseas foreign workers, are, you know, working for their bosses. Yeah. The Sunday is their only day off. Yeah. yeah. And you have to wait until they get off yeah. before you put on a show. That makes sense. And we had a show in Switzerland, the same thing. I had a show in, uh, yeah. in uh, Venice, Italy, uh -huh. which one of our cousins attended, Andy. Andy. Andy Katcha was there. Uh, in Dong's uh, best friend. Okay. And he went from, you know, I don't know where in Italy yeah. to Venice uh -huh. to watch his cousin for Wow. Okay. It's so amazing. All, when when is it is all this occurring in the eighties and nineties? Like eighties and nineties and which early two thousand. Okay. So you had you had a nice big long run where where you, where you were oh, doing yeah. these performances. Oh yeah. And then at some point you was there a 
I have a vague memory that you owned a restaurant or or you started a karaoke kind of restaurant. There is no karaoke okay. when I opened my restaurant in Union City. It, 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 what year is this? 1985 to uh, early 1990s. So, no so you opened your own restaurant yes. and, and essentially you established in in the East Bay the first kind of karaoke style restaurant. Exactly. I had five singers rotating. Mm-hmm. And you have to mention the name of the restaurant. Yes, please. Pitonggatang. Pitonggatang. Which means seven cups. Seven cups. Why did I name it Pitonggatang? Let me tell you. Mm. After maybe 10, 15 years performing, one of the producers, uh, my opening song would be America. You know, Neil Diamond or Elvis Classic. Trilogy. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. But then she heard me sing Pitonggatang. Which is a Filipino song. Classic song. Classic. Who's the artist? Uh, Fred Panopio. Panopio. He died already. But nobody in America knows that Fred Panopio sang it. Pipito Labrador sang it. <laughs> so I named my restaurant Pitunggata. My mm-hmm. car is a Pitunggata. In Union City. In Union City. Okay. So that was that became my opening song anywhere I go. Mm-hmm. In Oklahoma, I had four concerts in Oklahoma. Yeah. In one show... I sang Pitong Gatang twice uh, <laughs> because the producer, hey, they want to hear yeah. Pitong Gatang again. So I like, want to hear it right now. Yeah, I, I want to hear a little bit right now. A little oh, Pitong yeah. Gatang. Well, I, I don't know, uh, JR, you know. Maybe later in the show. Uh-huh. Well, the, sure. the thing about Pitong Gatang is it's got a lot of yodeling on it. Oh. And I can yodel. That's like when did you learn that you had su- such a, su- such vocal skills? Like, Well, it just came out. Yeah. It just came out. Just as a, as a young guy in the Philippines, I, I believe my mom was the singer in the family. You're, so so Pacifica Labrador Pacifica. or exactly. Pacifica Austria Labrador. Yes, yeah. She was a singer. She was a singer, she and so sing. was your Auntie Gloria. Auntie Gloria mm. at one time was called. Uh, uh, well, she was in Longa. She sang this uh, song Sibum, and it started everything. When she was in high school, Sibum Sibum, Sibum Sibum. High school. My goodness, okay. and you know. Mm-hmm. Your Auntie Gloria was so smart. Yeah. She tapped the exam and she was a telephone operator at the age of 16 in Subi. Right. Think about that. Our family, Stephen, the Labrador family, must have at least 300 years of federal service. Mm-hmm. Although not too many was military. Right. Just me, four years. Uh, judge. Judge, uh, about 12 years. Yep. Everything is in a civilian capacity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Kuyang walked in Vietnam, Young Concerio, until yeah. he retired over at Long mm-hmm. Beach. You know, my dad, yeah. everybody else. Yeah. You know, if you include postal service. Yeah. Adult, everybody. Abing, everybody. Everybody. 300 Dong. years easy. Yeah. Awesome. We, we were surviving, you know, because of the U.S. government mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> starting in Long <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of which, so I do just want to check back with Auntie Gloria. So how much older is she than you? Oh, she was born uh, 39. Okay, 39. Your uncle Sarah, 37. Okay, so, 40. so his uncle Sarah, is he the second oldest? Or were some of the, the uh, la- uh, la- between, Labradors that passed away yeah, older? In between two, in, during infancy. Okay, yeah, it happens. So, so it, it went, it went Kuya Manuel, mm-hmm. and then two others. two others. Was that Mario? No, it's, uh, oh, Mario is your Kuyang's. Uh, 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 no, Sergio's middle name. 
Sir, his middle know, name is Mario. We do okay. not use uh, mm-hmm. Austria. Austria, yeah. Because we all have uh, Americanized second Christian names, they call it. Oh, right. I'm Jose Anacleto. The twins mm. are Maria Gabina, Maria Teodora. Mm-hmm. Sergio Mario, Manuel... Uh, 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 Kuyang's middle name is... Uh, I forgot. Anyway, we do not use yeah. Austria. Okay. So what were the... Th- what were the names of the three that passed away young? Do you remember? Oh, I know uh, Sonny. Sonny. We, we call him Sonny. Yeah. F- was, was, there a, was there a Fele or like a Luigi or something? Oh, no. I'm trying to remember. Fele is a first cousin. Luigi, okay. huh? Still in the... <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> yeah. I okay. like the name of JR. Yeah. James Roscoe. James Roscoe. Oh, I like that. I, yeah. I like it too. I yeah. like it. I... Look at James, my uh, yeah. grandson. That's right. Yeah. The next generation is here. They've started. We have James. We is have it a coincidence, Acolpito, that there's so many J names in the family? Or was that a thing that you guys maybe had in your mind? I, I don't know who started that. But, you know, like you, you said, all my, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from Joseph to Jonathan, except Manuel. Yeah. Because I believe there was no Manuel that messed up. Oh, my dad and my kuyang all are, you know, very successful. Not, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, yeah. they don't mess up. They don't mess up. Not like I'm my uncle Rudy Labrador, who is the brother of Modesta Labrador Espirito in Milpitas, who at one time, and this is very important, Stephen, mm. claimed he was the driver or he was employed by Howard Hughes. Okay. You may think that. So Uncle Pito and you are, you know, some kind of celebrities in the family. <laughs> sure. But Rudy Labrador, who once lived with Uncle Sergio until at, at Western in uh, Los Angeles, until he got picked up by the FBI at six o'clock in the morning. Oh. Rudy got picked up? Yeah. Okay. Oh, his okay. gimmick is this. He would sign up for a job, you know, in Delano or Bakersfield or somewhere, and he will get the cash money in advance and he will not work no more that's his gimmick so he got picked up but uh. let me go back he was once employed Whoa. by Howard Hughes when Hughes was in Vegas even though he do not see Howard mm. Hughes and this is through him talking to me his main job was to drive Gene Peters who mm. was married to Howard Hughes at the time, mm. going shopping okay. to the beauty salons right. and everything Rudy Labrador loved me so much Man, he was always in my house mm-hmm. when I was married to uh, the professor's mother yes. in Oakland. Okay. He would steal, you know, crab, uh, frozen <laughs> crab, frozen shrimp from the millionaires that he was working. In Orinda, he had a job in the millionaire's uh-huh. club. He was a cook and he would steal everything would and take bring it to my house. <laughs> he loves me so much. But... <laughs> My, you're my lucky point you, is, you're lucky you didn't get implicated <laughs> in the FBI investigation. Point, yeah, yeah. Was an Uncle Serious. But my point is, you played mm. with your band. Yes. You know, I went almost all yes. over the, you know, being constant. But Rudy Labrador was the first biggest celebrity <laughs> we had here. Yes. And he, so, the time. so he's your cousin? My dad's first cousin. Okay, dad's first brother so by Rudy. Odesta Labrador yeah. Espiritu, who made the speech when your Lolo died. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah, Uncle Ben? Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he, he was giving him, Manuel is now in a different place. You know, mm-hmm. That's Uncle Ben. Yeah. So he allegedly worked for Howard Hughes. This is not confirmed. Yes. 
Oh, well, you know, I Nothing. was telling Stephen uh, JR that true <laughs> knowledge comes from experience, not mm -hmm. what you yeah. know, Alexa would tell you or yeah. what the books tell or, you, or Wikipedia. but true experience. But I cannot, but I cannot dispute that. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people know that. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. your uncle Rudy Labrador worked for Howard Hughes. That's correct. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like your Auntie Oria working for Manuel Quezon. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. there's nobody closer when it comes to nephews to me than Auntie Oria. Mm -hmm. Let me get this straight. Auntie Oria loves me so much. Mm -hmm. Being the, the son of her own brother, she gave me a box about 8 by 12. And they said, when you go back to the Philippines, I know you're free. You're on a ship. Take this to Nueva Ecija. Mm -hmm. Nueva Ecija, why? Because I've been there. Fernandita, their only sister of your Auntie Aurea, my other aunt, lives in Nueva Ecija. At one time, when your Auntie Aurea visited her in Nueva Ecija, she was picked up by a helicopter by the son of Manuel Quezon. Mm -hmm. And I believe that. But let me go back to this box. Yeah. I did not know the importance of this box. Mm -hmm. I was on a ship, USS Pyro, when Auntie Oria gave me this box. Right. So, And this is like in the 60s? Uh, 68 already. Okay. 69. Gotcha. I opened the box and guess what I saw? Pictures of her. Pictures of Manuel Quezon. All her memorabilia mm -hmm. and pertaining to Quezon. I right. do not know. So when I reached uh, the Philippines with my ship, I gave it to Ati Panching. Mm -hmm. In turn to be given to our other uh, cousin, Auntie Loli in the way by Siha. Okay. I didn't know the importance. I should have kept some of it. Yeah. My goodness. I didn't know then. Where's this box of, so, so the box of memorabilia now is uh, somewhere is in the Philippines. Somewhere in the, we got to find it. Yeah. I believe it's in the way by Siha. My, you know, my, my parents are going to be there in a, by the end of the year. You, I should remind them to get the box. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, you can, you know, have uh, your mom listen to yes, this, episode. this one. And yeah. So she find out. There was a box given to Uncle Pito by Auntie Oria. Okay. To be delivered to her sister. Okay. Yes. It's, in I think that's will be our 2018 goals to find this box. Yeah. Oh, get photos of you it. You may want to go with your mom. Yeah. And this, you know, this is you like will, the, you will see what I'm talking about. This is like the Labrador Ark of the oh, Covenant. Wow. This is big. Yeah. This exactly. is like a, a horcrux. We need to find it. Thank you. It's and a mission. You as a younger guys, you know, when it comes to the Labrador in the United States. Yes. Okay. Mm. Not, we're not talking Philippines now. Auntie Oria was one of the first over here. Yeah. But she had a lot of first cousins. Yeah. First mm -hmm. cousins. Auntie Oria. Yeah. Uncle Flor Cacho mm -hmm. in uh, San Diego. Right. Uh, uh, Priscilla Cacho uh, Potes in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Modesta mm -hmm. is Labrador Espiritu right. in Milpitas. I took your mom over yeah. there for a day. Rudy Labrador. <laughs> but Rudy. one of her own brothers. <laughs> Yeah. If oh, we can, is there a picture of Rudy that we can dig up somewhere? My goodness. Do probably, you have one? Probably Helen has some because he, okay. he lived with your Uncle Sergio for a while until he got picked up by the FBI. Uh -huh. Okay. None at your home. No, currently. not here. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to. Very <laughs> curious about Rudy. A lot of a lot of pictures here on uh, Uncle Pito's famous retirement desk, but not, mm -hmm. but yeah, no, Ru no Rudy to be found. No. No. All right. All right. 
Well, going going back to your entertainment days, I do I do have some questions. Like, what what was like one one of your biggest gigs, or like what what you know like what's a, a memory of like one of those performances that you really remember? This is that card right there. I remember most. Okay, he is reaching and for I a will flyer. Tell you why? Here we go. Turn it over. You see that? Turn wow. Let's JR see the other side. Oh, the other side. Okay. You see who's in there? Um, Martin Nivera. Nivera and the, guy, the other and, guy. And Brian McKnight. Okay. You Brian know Brian McKnight. Why is Brian McKnight in the back, the background? Because I'm bigger than him. Okay, that makes sense. And He's... according to the producers and the show uh, <laughs> personalities, I kick his butt in this show. Mm. That's why mm -hmm. I like this. So he ain't nothing. This was at Thank you, yeah. Thank you, nephew. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So He's a Grammy Award winner. Yeah. And Uncle Brian McCo. Brian. Yeah. Brian. And I kick his butt. Brian McNight. This show. Oh my gosh. It's it was December 20, 2008 mm. at the Grand Sierra Holiday in Show. Reno. Big time. And the holiday show, check this out. It's called Winter Wonder Grand. Oh, that's a wonderful I had a lot of words. Over there I like with, it. The, with uh Christopher De Leon. Mm-hmm. One time we got drunk until six o'clock in the morning. You and Chris, you know, me and Christopher De Leon. He, said, <laughs> oh, he calls me sir. Sir, is that the sun we're looking at? We were so. That's but so I love that show. You see, I display yeah. it over mm. there. That's a great show. Oh yeah, you've had some great shows. You've had some oh, great. Oh yeah. So going okay. So, so now going back, we're going back to the Embassy Suites in Milpitas. Oh, you remember that? This was uh, one of my earliest. This is one of your shows that it's one of my early uh you know memories of of seeing you perform and this was the, the NBC suite show i forget you know probably sometime in the 90s mm -hmm. you were opening and we already mentioned it for, for gabby concepcion yeah. and gabby concepcion explain what what he is to to the masses because to me he seems like a crooner kind of like a filipino crooner but what does yeah. he represent you know well he's an actor he's an actor okay not a singer. He's not a singer. So here in America, you know, the Filipino uh, uh, yeah. community would just go for that. Uh -huh, okay. He's not an entertainer. Right. So he's an actor. He's a celebrity. So. Uh, as you can see, you probably noticed he was singing. And our uh, our uh, organist at the time, Julius, he said, oh, my goodness. Without <laughs> me, this guy's nothing. Yeah. And the professor saw that. That mm -hmm. was my early years. Yeah, Steven. early years. And, okay. Uh, and I don't even sing what I do later. Mm -hmm. You know, America, mm -hmm. uh, the trilogy by Elvis. Mm -hmm. I was singing old Neil Diamonds. Hello, my yeah. friend. Hello. Well, it, it was really it was a, an amazing yeah. mix to me of you. It was comedy. It was it was it was it was stand up comedy exactly. with then songs interjected, and it was really it was really amazing to watch because you did it all. You did I would say the majority in Tagalog. But mm -hmm. me, someone who doesn't understand Tagalog, <laughs> I could, I was riveted. <laughs> I was oh, following yeah. it the whole time. It was so fun. If you uh, do a show, say mm. in Hawaii, yeah. Ilocano, <laughs> that's where I click most. That's why I get interviewed in the radio stations yeah. and everything. Okay. Because I speak a little bit of Ilocano. Yeah, it's important. And make fun. You know, like, uh, mm -hmm. hey, do you know where uh, the Beatles came from? Yeah. Uh, well, they say Liverpool, you lying suckers. You know, they, <laughs> and they, they yeah. just eat yeah. it up like crazy. 
did you ever do like comedy? Did you ever do like stand up comedy or open? See that sign over there? Open mic. Let's see. Uh, okay. I had a show in Reno by myself. Uh, it says uh, open everything in Reno. Okay. I have a lot of uh, solo concerts, uh, Stephen. Right. Okay. You know, I don't like that because I have to sing around 18 songs and I get tired. Yeah, that's a you lot. Know? And 18 songs. Said, yeah. Dad, why don't you open up with I Like Beer? You know what? That song is now in a commercial mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah. Ultra beer. Yeah. I like beer. Makes me a jump. Good fellow. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I can finish. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Finish the but lyrics. After a while, the producers mm. would tell you, mm. and you have to listen. Yeah. Hey, Pepito, you are a comedian slash singer. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many shows that it will not go like, okay, we have 200 people in this show 50 of them came from uh, churches so i have to mail it out okay yeah. no curse words I, I could show you pictures in which you know my yeah. outfits are ridiculous <laughs> you know my outfits in when i had a show in the, in uh, italy mm-hmm. this producer i have pictures okay. over there showing my yeah your uh, yeah, your a, bits yeah yeah on an apron a cook apron and the producer said, put this on, Pepito. Yeah. Shock everybody. <laughs> I have oh to God. do that. Yeah. You know, I love but it. But the producers would tell you. Yeah. You know, I would say late 90s to early 2000, mm-hmm. the opening song is just yeah. nothing but pitonggatang. Right. And so because that's what they want. W- w- so when you would do those performances and you'd be performing, did you have a lot of like, prepared material or was it also uh, were you doing a lot of crowd work you know j- just seeing what's there good and messing question. with people good question Stephen. Thank you know you. my my nice question. when i do my comedy i have at least two or three that i put in even before i do my research my my uh charles bronson right okay impressions yeah. impressions material plus, yeah yeah plus the beatles thing the, the yeah, Beatles bit, know, that's a good bit. Yeah, yeah. came from, uh, you know, people always love it. Yeah. And then I insert new things. Yeah. That it's easy, easy, if you know how. Yeah. To make comedy, you know, Jokoi, my goodness. Yeah. Out of true life. Remember what I said Jokoi. before we, yeah. we yeah. did this? True knowledge comes from experience. Mm. What you saw, you were there, what you yeah. witnessed, that's true knowledge. Right. Not this. Whatever the computer, tell whatever you, you whatever, whatever you read and regurgitate yeah, on books, yeah. that's the common knowledge. Yeah, but true experience, true knowledge mm-hmm. is, you know, what you saw. Yeah, and this is what I'm talking about. Right, and so you were able to kind of like you knew how to be funny, so you just were able to kind of funnel it through your, what do you know, your own experience and and what's happening in front of you, and you, you could just generate there comedy, you like you know, yeah. If, pick up somebody in the audience. Yeah. Oh, that's everybody's gimmick. Every comedian, you know. Crowd work. Pick, uh, yeah. Easy. You know, in Las Vegas, me and Nanette were watching a show. Mm. I was there on the same stage with uh, uh, Dynamite. What's his name? Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker. And this comedian was asking questions. Mm. Okay. Good. General knowledge. Even before he reached halfway through his questions, I already answered it. Yeah. And I say it loud because they're so easy. Yeah. There are two questions in the world. 
I could ask you something that I know you will not be able to answer. Mm-hmm. Or I could ask you, maybe make that three, that I know that you 50-50 would be able to answer. Or I would ask you something that I know you would yeah. answer. But this guy, after two questions, he said, hey, you, Jose, you're out of this question. Do not answer anymore. <laughs> he was asking questions in the movies. Yeah. You know, like Ben Hearn. I said, oh, God, yeah. this is so easy. Trivia. Uh, trivia. Yeah. And he said to me, don't ask. Yeah, you're... <laughs> this is true. Unfair. Yeah, unfair. You know. Well, yeah, you have such a great, well, you have a great wealth of knowledge. That's well, obvious. Not, not, it does. But, you know, mm. it just falls into that category. Yeah. It, you know, you and JR, you are very educated, Gobi, same thing. You know, but the knowledge that you know comes from books. And I have to give that mm-hmm. to you, not from experience. Yeah. That's very true. When uh, in, in episode one, when we were doing the Filipino test, I and I thought it'd be fun to go over the Wikipedia of Bagoong, but it was, oh but goodness. but but again, I was reading the Wikipedia of of Bagoong, and, so and I don't really, I don't really know it. Whereas now, Uncle Pito knows everything you. about Bagoong. Right, he's eaten it probably yes. many types. Has has because, probably yeah. cooked it himself. Thank you, Jr. Which is yeah. the experience. That's the experience piece. The experience. Let me ask you, Jr. Because I already told Stephen, what do you think is the most expensive bagoong there is? Okay, oh. can we can we are we converting to U.S. dollars? Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, even if you look it up, so you so will, you will not be able. So to you're 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 saying what do you think is the most expensive bagoong that you could buy off the the, the shelf? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say fifty dollars for a jar. Uh, what kind of bagong? Mm. What kind of bagong? Um, uh, what's the material? Yeah. What's the that. What's the main ingredient? Uh-huh. Uh, okay. No, no. Tiny, tiny fish. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> the most expensive bagong, which is now not in the market, is made up of small clams. Oh. Okay. Because the inavailability now, even if you farm these small clams, you know, the painstaking job of getting it out, shooking it, putting it in there. They don't do it anymore. Tiny when clams. I, yeah. When I came to the United States, there's only one Filipino store in the Bay Area. Evangelistas in Vallejo. Mm. So if me and uh, your Auntie Gloria will go over there, we take orders from uh, her neighbors. Okay. Uh, a, a box of uh, bagong here. Uh, to you there, dying there, rice there. But it was still on the shelf at the time those small comes and uh your mom knows this jr my mom being from pangasinan does not use this bagong with a lot of uh, sauce in it it's padas it's mm. still in the market i could take a steven right now and get one jar take him road trip it's made of small fish but hardly no sauce mm. mostly fish. All fish they so- call it padas so what about this? This rewind a little bit. The clam jar. The, so the, it it's not sold anymore, expensive. and it goes only at evangelistas. Oh, at that time, yes. How much was it? it? Oh well, you know, at that time, let's just put it to a dollar. You know, at that time, <laughs> at the time, maybe the other bagong is cost to twenty five cents. Yeah. At so what inflation probably nowadays <laughs> yeah. four thousand dollars, right? Probably yeah, at least at least it's you know. Is it a yeah? It's it at this point. It's a, a delicacy. 
Okay. They don't, they don't do it no more. I, 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 I want to say, though, somewhere in the Philippines, you could find it. Oh, yeah. You really tried. Maybe they, Not they here, though. Probably, you know, way over by the Visayan right. Islands. And then, and then what's the... Okay, now, now that you're here, what's the proper pronunci- pronunciation? Okay. Very good question. Thank As you. an Ilocano, we don't call it bagong. Mm. It's bugong. Bugong. Two no, syllables. Okay. Bugong. Bugong. It, there's That's a lot of bass in that. Bugong. Bugong. My dad would, you know, turn over his grave if you didn't say it. It's bugong. 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 Okay. Got it. So almost <laughs> like a boom, like a bugong. Yeah. Bugong. Like air has to go through your cheeks. If, you, yeah. if you like, you know, in Velocity. Hawaii, you, you pronounce everything. Every vowel is pronounced. Important. Auma, koa. It's bugong. It's, it's it, not only is it pronounced, but there's an accent, an on, accent, accent on every syllable. Okay, now I the Filipinos you. at your age, you know, 83, born 83, yeah. uh, 81. 81, bagong, bagong, pass the bagong, three syllables. Well, you, we still have a lot of Filipinos like that, you know. You know, what's the hardest Filipino word to pronounce? Oh my god, there's so many. It's just, I, I, give I, us I, one, we, give us a hard one. Well, we live in a casino almost. I was in, uh, with your Aunt Kea Bing uh, last week. Just this last week on my birthday, July 13. We were there for three days. And I was playing Paiga with this, I'd say, 60-year-old woman. That, you know, a lot of, a lot of us do not know how to act in a casino. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we're not members. Yeah. Not like your dad, me. We're, you know, we've been uh, high rollers ever since the 60s. And this girl was ecstatic, Stephen. This is a true story. And, and uh, my wife is laughing at it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She said, I got a street. I got a street. <laughs> She's got a straight. Four to eight. Four, five, six, seven, eight. And four, five, six, seven. Oh, my God. I got a street. She said, oh. Thank you for laughing at that. That's true. She was Filipina? Uh, She's Filipina. Uh, and she, she was so the packet. hardest word for Filipinos yeah. to pronounce is instead of saying straight. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> we, we poker players know that. Street, I got a street, and he, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't get me wrong, though. Do not, you know, especially these Filipinos that drink at McDonald's for coffee, thirty-seven cents. These retired people mm. do not even like. They got. Two god dog on cell phones for their grandkids waiting for uh, them mm-hmm. to pick them up. Mm-hmm. This mother Fuji's gets three four <laughs> checks a month. Okay, <laughs> three to four checks, fat checks a month. Yeah, think about it. Still they're paying, drinking yeah, thirty-seven 30 cents coffee. coffee, but yeah. they're happy. Yeah, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Right. Thank you. It's Some people are easy to be pleased. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to have I the- cannot have good coffee unless I go to Mac- I mean uh, Starbucks. Mm-hmm. You know, two forty-five. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Because you know, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't shortchange these Filipinos, especially those that have been in. A- you know, I I cannot brag about my military days, even though I was mm-hmm. in Vietnam in two campaigns. I was on a ship. Mm-hmm. You know, you I, I received a hazardous pay, but you know, yeah. still in Vietnam yeah. for more than six months a tour. Wow. You know, I was in two campaigns. And do not, you know, I retired from the federal service. Yeah. Look at that, 35 years. Uh-huh. Look at all my, uh, my uh, I have a lot of uh, uh, yeah. awards, one coming from Washington itself. 
you, if you want to see it. You got an award. Yeah, I want to take a no, picture it's of that. in there. Yeah. Okay, good. I, I, I suggested something that went up all the Washington, all the way to Washington. You know, I'm not just a singer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, so when you were in the Navy, serving in Vietnam, yes, you made a, a suggestion that went all the way to the top. No, no, no. This is when I went out. I was with the U.S. Customs. Okay. I went out and worked for the federal continuously mm. until I retired after 35 years because okay. you don't want to waste those four years. Okay. You know, it's added up. Yeah. When you wow. go to the federal service. What was it? What, so what was it like being out there in Vietnam? That was the hype. That's mm. why the Filipinos are taken from the Philippines, you know. Yeah. In a god way that no other nationalities could do. Mm-hmm. I was one of them. Yeah. Remember what I told you a while ago? I didn't want to join the Navy. Yeah. But there was nothing for me in the Philippines. Uh-huh. Nothing. It doesn't matter, you know, yeah. especially even educated uh, Filipinos now in the Philippines, their only thing in their mind after graduate from college is coming overseas. Uh-huh. You know, all of them. Yeah. The, the education don't mean much. Not, there's not a lot of jobs. There's not a lot no, of opportunity. Yeah. And any any professionals, mm-hmm. you know, lawyers yeah. and doctors, they will exchange being a yeah. doctor just to go into the U.S. Yes. Navy at yeah. the time. We were kings. It's man. important. Oh, my goodness. Man. You cannot believe that. Wow. Well, speaking of wartime, so we kind of mentioned it earlier that you were born during World War II. About 42. And, you know, obviously during that time, the Japanese were still there. It was really rough. Um, I imagine even after the war, you know, you know, I guess like w- what was it like growing up in the, you know, do you have any memories of what it was like growing up after the war and dealing with having the Japanese having come in into the country? Yeah, well, the only thing is, like I said before, this is not mm-hmm. true knowledge. Okay. It's only what I hear. Like yeah. in Second the Labrador person. family, there are two that went into the death march. Mm-hmm. Your Lolo's younger brother, Amado. Amado which, Labrador. Which at one time, he was there when your uh, Lolo died. Okay. So there is an Amado Labrador. Yeah. He was beaten by what? Poker? Yeah, he was there. Oh, when, he got bit by our dog. Po- yeah. By, uh, by uh, the old Amado dogs. Labrador at one time was the chief engineer of Quezon City. Mm. After wow. that, he went to Longapo, worked with my dad. Mm-hmm. Your Lord. Yeah. But, you know, Amado Labrador. And he was in the Bataan Death March. Death March. And my mom's uh, brother, uh, Jose Austria. Jose. Colonel Austria, where Kuyang lived for a while. Okay. Had a room in there. Also was in the Death March. Jeez. Two of them. Think about Terrible. That. That's our legacy. Jeez. From the Labrador clan, yeah. uh, JR. We have two. Uh, representatives on that the death march. Did they die? Well, both of them died. They did not die in the death. In, march. in the okay, yeah. good, okay. Yeah, you know my, crazy. my my uncle uh, Andor uh, Jose Austria. You know, you know the son uh, Rolando is a doctor. Okay, uh, he was one of the best that came out of there. Mm. He was so smart. He knows how to eat. Whatever. Yeah. And he, he did not starve. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about Uncle Amado. Uh-huh. You know, this is hearsay. Right. I yeah. told you this. I will not uh, comment on something that okay. I, di- I did not sure. witness. Sure. So, or live on it. Yeah. Okay. So this is hearsay. Okay. 
Mm. So a lot of people will tell you that. You also mentioned, so you mentioned that Uncle John was a big catalyst oh. for change in the family. Was there, any, was, there, was there any kernel that we missed there? Like, did he, was he like the starting point of people coming to, to, coming to America? Or like, uh, what, like what else did he change that, in the family? In the long ago, when Uncle John came to our lives, my goodness, the parties we had. We mm. never had those. Okay. Uncle John will take out steaks, right. hot dogs, yeah. and all kinds of goodies, hamburgers from the base. And, and he would throw parties at your house? Let me mention this. He was the driver of Admiral Spring, oh. the highest commanding officer of Subic. He will court your Auntie Gloria with the Admiral's limousine wow. in front of our house. Wow. Oh, my Spring. God. Cases yeah. and cases of beer. This is life changing. <laughs> yeah. And Auntie, so Auntie Gloria at the time was like in high school, 16, 17. So he, he was a 17, a telephone operator. Right. And, and John took over my job. She yeah. goes to work, uh, you know, don't come home until midnight. Yeah. So instead of me picking her up, John took over my job. John p- picks her up from work. And, you know, man. And so you, you're, you're 13 ish. No, no, I'd say 15. Okay. So you're 15. Yeah. She's 17, man. I, 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 I can. And then is there a minimum drinking age? Was there? Oh, in the Philippines, uh, Steven, even your license driver's license is delivered to you at home. There's no such thing. As <laughs> no, a, you can drink okay. here. You're okay, only good. 12. That's good. You know? Okay. So, so all this was happening. It was really fun. I imagine, but also I imagine Lolo was probably having a, a tough time with this transition. Well, not last time, but you know, mm-hmm. your Lolo has a great life. My goodness, yeah. none, none in Longapo do I know anybody that has two poker tables going on every weekend. <laughs> so only was, on the weekend. That was Lolo Manuel in yeah. Longapo. Uh, 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 yeah, underneath our house. So because, yeah, because you know, sailors mm-hmm. are the best people to part money with. <laughs> You know the saying, you know, billionaire tonight, uh, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. They don't care losing one or two dollars to any okay. Filipino. They'd be laughing okay. at it. Okay. So, so, so it wasn't hard for, for him. He, no. It was a, this was actually a, a really uh, enjoyable period. Interesting. Okay. We had a big house in Longapu, Stephen. Yeah. Up and down. Yeah. On what street was uh, it? Gallagher at the time. Gallagher if, Street. If, they, if somebody tells you, oh, we live in 8th Street. No, that's bullshit. In Olongapo, you are not a true Olongapanians if you do not know the old street. Okay. You know, we are all so Americanized. Did it, so the streets got renumbered? They got renumbered ah, to make it easier. Gotcha. Before that, mm. everything Americanized. Our water, our electricity mm-hmm. comes from, And then Magsai side died uh, in Mount Manugal on the airplane. The airplane's name is Mount Pinatubo, mm-hmm. 1957. And then they turn it over to the Philippine government. Everything just disappeared. Mm. Yeah. Even the civilians have a, uh, uh, the privileges to go to the commissary stores at the time. Right. By that. Okay. Yololo. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. All military. Wow. All military. Wow, wow, wow. I do have another question. This, this is from my mom. My mom wants you to tell a story of when you tied Lolo Teodora to her bed. That is true story. <laughs> what happened? You guys are lucky. Well, excuse to have, me. <laughs> to have Lolos and Lolas now. Lolas and Lolos. When you, how many Lolos and Lolas do you have when you were born? Do you remember? <laughs> I know you were twelve when my dad died. <clears throat> I mean, 
at that time, I I, I don't know a lot. Yeah, James, not the uh, Jr. Mm, okay. My grandson, mm -hmm. James. Everything is intact. Yeah, from both sides. That's amazing. Victoria's mom and dad. Yeah, and me and Nanette. Mm -hmm. So they all have that. Yeah, all four. I was born 42. I have but one Lola. No more Lolos. One. Okay. So this is Lola Theodora, which is your Auntie Adoy was named after. Theodora. You know, the twins are named after grandma and grandma. Gavina is my... Is Lola Manuel's Lola, mo yeah, mother. Mother. Gavina. Okay, that's so Gavina. Theodora is my mom's mother. Okay. So, 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 so Theodora was in uh -huh. Austria. He was living with okay. Colonel Austria at the time. And once in a while, they go to Longapo for a visit. <laughs> True story. How come your mom remembers how, this? So how old are I, you at this point? I would say nine or ten. Okay. So you, you, your sister, uh, your mom must be about two or two. three. <laughs> uh, she remembers his hearsay. She heard it from somebody. So, so here we go. My mom was out going to the market. And my grandma... Uh, Theodora, we have this small bench. Mm, bench. Okay? okay. And I don't know what I have. You know, I was probably playing cowboys and Indians. Yeah. So I tied you, Laura Theodora, in this bench. Oh was God. she asleep? Yeah. Okay. She was sleeping. So when she woke up, was it a nap or like yeah, was it? It's an old people. Okay. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Old she people. only had but one, two. So <laughs> how old was she at this time? You oh, think? old already. Okay. Old. She was yeah. screaming. Pasing, pasing, which is my mom's name. She couldn't move because I tied her, you tied her up. up while, so you tied her up while she was sleeping. <laughs> and she woke up. <laughs> and, and so while, while she was waking up, were you in the room or were, were you uh, hiding? I was hiding. Uh, <laughs> laughing my ass off. Uh, you know, that's oh how Oh, my it God. Uh, how did you tie her? Like arms that were braced in? She couldn't move her arms? her or? body. <laughs> just, oh, just complete. I just went over. No, it's a bench. You tied her to the I bench. I remember. <laughs> Amazing. That was bad. I mean, and so, so the story is true. Being yeah. the youngest boy, mm. I get away with a lot. You know, not like Uncle Sergio yeah. or Kuyang. Mm -hmm. So they get whipped. Let yeah. me ask this: you, know, you mentioned youngest boy getting away with a lot. Is that why Jonathan got away with so much crap oh, when he was a little Jonathan kid? Has two brothers and to to Joseph, you know, eh, eh, his life turned topsy turvy when Jonathan was mm -hmm. born to him, and yeah. he knows that's not true. Yeah. Well, the younger ones always. That's like you. Yeah. You get the benefit. They do get the benefits. I, I, I did. I definitely got the benefits. I for sure got the benefits. That's 100% true. Okay, I got everything. Oh, my God. You know, we, there is no, <laughs> so spoiled. no decision. Mm. If there is a holiday coming, mm. in my household, we are ready to go to Kanoko Park. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. I hope JR is there already because, you know. Yeah. It was, That's the only place. It was a great era. That uh, that whole era, I, 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 you know, so basically throughout the 80s and 90s and even into the 2000s, 2000. my mom's okay. house and, and oh. my dad's house in Canoga Park was a real destination for the family. And it seemed exactly. like everyone would congregate and it was so fun. Your mom is the binding tie. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Without your mom, oh my God. Yeah. The parties we had, yeah. we even have lechon. And while you're... Lolo was surviving. Mm -hmm. My goodness! Yeah, no question. Yeah, L Lolo himself was a, was a destination. Oh. But then, but then, yeah, my mom was Your the binding tie. The, the house tie. it was really centrally located, so we can get San Diego exactly. types to come up to. Yeah, San Diego? Are you kidding? We have Uncle Fred Potis from Hawaii. Come, 
Hawaiian cook types. Bar- cook barbecue at your house. Man. Damn. See, we have <laughs> Uncle Amado from Chicago. Yeah. Come down. See, this is some of the stuff because, you know, oh you know, God. I'm a kid, so I'm experiencing yeah. this and I, I don't have a reference for what, what exactly. what's exactly is happening. Only what you heard and what yeah. they tell you. Us, the but, old. But for you, it meant a lot. I was there. Yeah. Big thing. I told you this before this conversation. Mm-hmm. You, you have there. to be there. Yeah. Witness it. Saw it. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, knowledge coming from, you know. Second person or a book, yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, crazy. Very good, uh, Stephen. I like uh, because being one of the oldest now, you know, mm. after Auntie Gloria, 1959, mm-hmm. I was just 66. Even though Uncle Sergio was already in Guam, mm-hmm. uh, he came after yeah. I did 69, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, and Kuyang showed up with yeah. Auntie Jojo. Right. What year was this? Mm-hmm. And he didn't even, uh, you know, stayed long with us. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's the legacy. But even before that, I was the only Filipino in San Diego NTC, Naval Training Center, that gets a visitor. I was the only Filipino. Uh-huh. Who's that? Oh, that's my dad's sister. Uh-huh. And she mm-hmm. loves me so much. Every time Auntie Oria will come mm-hmm. to NTC, she's got chocolate yeah. for me, uh, comic books to she read. Lo- she loved you. Oh, sweaters. Yeah. Said, Auntie, I don't need this. And then Uncle Flor would pick me up, mm-hmm. sleep in his house in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Think about that. No Filipinos even right. get any visitors. Right. Just because we already have relatives here. Mm-hmm. In here. Yeah. Very big lucky. Time. Big time. Very we, lucky. Our whole, uh, uh, That's a, true. Big, a big contingent of the yeah. family came over oh my throughout that whole period. Yeah. One of them, do, I, I do want to ask you about, mm-hmm. you're, you're friends with Sam. Oh right? Sam is one of your best friends. Is he? My compadre. Is he a co- is he a cousin? Like no, what's, no, no relation. He's just a friend. So he he's in San Diego. He's in San Diego right now. So he and you guys grew up together. Is that correct? Not grew up together, okay. but we were in a longer pool, knew each other. Okay. I was a lot closer to some of her, his cousins. Okay. You know. Okay. And his aunt. Okay. I, I believe uh, his name is uh, Josie. Okay. Tion. Okay. Next door neighbor. Okay. Which lives in a longer pool. Your neighbor. This is where Kuyang was renting in, I would say, Project 2 or Project 4 when I left the Philippines in 1966. But Sam and I go way back. Right. He's older than me by almost two years. So yeah. he's closer to Syria. Right. Until he came over here. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Nobody gets closer. Mm. We would sleep in our skivis with girls, you know. Uh, and <laughs> Another thing, he married somebody from San Narciso, where oh, your Lolo yeah. is from, Pina. And she considers me as a relative. Yeah. Because San Narciso, right. everybody knows everybody. Are there any stories from that Sam and Uncle Sarah era that are shareable? Or, 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 is, or does it all just get lumped into, man, those were wild times and things were crazy? I don't know. I probably have more, <laughs> you know, than Sergio. Yeah. Because Sergio was you know, more of a, a straight guy. Straight shooter, yeah. yeah. Not like me and Sam. You know, yeah. me and Sam would go to Tijuana. Oh, sure. Back and okay. you answer because Sergio, mm-hmm. Uncle Sergio did that later on mm-hmm. his life. Right. But while mm-hmm. with, uh, what's, yeah. what's her name? <laughs> Monique's mom, Helen. Helen. With, with Helen, he was a straight shooter. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he was a straight shooter. Yeah. But he was big. Sergio was big. 
especially when it comes to girls. Although I wow. would not say that Keep. nobody yeah. is even closer when it comes. Yeah. A lot of people. I was not there when you got married. I was not there mm. when we have our Labrador reunion in Reno. The one that, that Gobi put on a Labrador reunion in 2007, I think we established. Or Why, o- is Why is your Uncle Pito not there? What do you think? I... I, I don't know. No, no, give me. We don't know. Well, uh, JR, why? Why do you think I wasn't at uh, Stephen's wedding or your reunion in? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I have no answer for that. Sad to say, has other families. Mm-hmm. It's not just you and mm-hmm. Manuel is another family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God knows how many other families I have here. Mm-hmm. So I take advantage of those uh, opportunities. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down here. Thank you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. even in the Philippines, you own build this. I mm-hmm. had a Mildred Labrador, mm-hmm. born 1960. I was just 18. Mm-hmm. We were married on a judge in the Philippines. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nobody come close to your Uncle Peter when yeah. it comes to you. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Your uncle mm-hmm. Sergio did that later, much later <laughs> in his life. And uh, I tell you this, in the postal service alone, I worked for the postal service mm-hmm. for 15 years. Yeah. Oh, my God. Your fingers are not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I had woman six years, three years, four years. Mm-hmm. I got shot at. I, I, Ooh, got, wow. uh, I got sued. Nanette has to pay uh, $4,000 for another girl. Wow. And wow. I don't wanna. Yeah. But nobody come close to Uncle Peter. Yeah. In here, especially in the Bay Area. Yeah. You can see. Yeah. The newspapers, the <laughs> pictures. Uncle Peter, celebrity. Every one of those newspapers, I'm there. I'm always in the paper. Way back. Way back. Yeah. Amazing. In here, you open this. So yeah. when James grows up and I say, oh, right. I, did, I didn't know my Lolo was this. Right. So uh, Auntie Oria gave you a box. A box. One day. About you're, 10 you, by 12. One day you're going to give. No. no so he, you're going to give one of us a box of your stuff. She knows. JR should uh, go to Nueva Ecija. Not just her mom. Uh, her mom uh, will not uh, pursue this. But you and JR could. You see, uh, Auntie Oria gave me a box. 10 by 12. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bigger. Maybe 10 by 15. Mm-hmm. All Kazon, most of them, mm-hmm. and her memorabilia. I threw some of the handbags yeah. that she told me to give to the relatives uh-huh. in the Philippines. I threw it on the middle of the sea. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is too much, I said, but that box I cannot. Yeah. But when I look at right. it, man. So, so are some. Jaya, you know how much that, I mean, now. Yeah. I That's do not amazing. know the. Uh, the value or whatever the well, significance. If we fast forward ahead, you know, a couple of decades, will some of your newspapers feel like feel like they have that kind of level of significance that we should keep in archive? Oh, I have it in yeah. the garage, yeah. in over here inside the house. We should archive I keep, that stuff. I, I keep should. most of it, Stephen. Yeah. So you know, uh, it's not just hearsay. Yeah. yeah. When when you see it, oh, Uncle Peter, shoot. Yeah. You know, like we're discussing uh-huh. this Brian who. Yeah. 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 I did not say that because it it came from me. No, the producer no. said that. Yeah. Hey Pepito, you kick his butt. Yeah. You know, one time there was a, a an entertainer. His name is Florante. 
he sings Tagalog, mm-hmm. you know. And we had a show in San Francisco. Yeah. After two songs, the audience said, ah, bring Pepito back on stage. <laughs> what If you're the producer, what are you going to do? Yeah. This guy's nothing. Bring Pepito back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Just like Oklahoma when they told me. Wait, to- so did you actually have to come back? And, yeah, I have to. And kind of save the show. Look at Patricia Habir. Patricia Javier, there's many, there's many pictures of her. She, oh, yeah, she, she came she, over here she, and she, took she, videos of her. She was a Filipino actress and singer. Very, very, uh, very popular. Yeah. Mm. She came here. And she started this. After one show, we had about at least 25 shows all over. Oklahoma mm-hmm. twice. Okay. In Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Hawaii three times. Yeah. Anyway, I said, no, 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 you're much too big. He said, you go in. Perform for 15, 20 minutes. I go in. She said. I perform for 30. I got new clothes to wear. I go out. I will call you again. I want you to change. Patricia, every time I have to go on stage twice. Right. So you before so, that, no. So so you open? I open. She six, performs. Six, and then during the change, you come back out. I, I like it. And my goodness. And then I, I when you come back the second time, mm, you know this is an mm, entertainment. You're more prepared. Yeah. You already know. You're warmed up. You are you already know the OJs. I know who to pick up. Yeah. Hey, you. Yeah. My God. Yeah. If you want to make easier. jokes to mm-hmm, people, you already yeah. know. Amazing. In San Diego, I killed them. Uh, <laughs> 2000. Uh, that was the massacre of San Diego I heard about. My goodness. Your mm-hmm. Auntie Edna saw this. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's easy to write the materials mm-hmm. I use in that show, JR, because all the people in the audience are from Malongapo. <laughs> oh, San Diego. wow. And easy. so they all died that day. Oh, my God. So there was 2,000 people at the show? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I had only, you only get uh, about 2,000 people in a show on a casino. Okay. And you know why? Maybe you don't know this, but almost half of those are high rollers. They get mm-hmm. free tickets. Free and tickets to shows. performers love that. Yeah. You know, your Auntie Nanette will bring a performer mm-hmm. over here. We will not sell tickets. The last week, we will almost give them away mm-hmm. only to make the performer. Pump, be pumped up. Oh, we oh, got a lot of people. Oh, great. But she don't know that none of these people paid. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in a casino. Yeah. If I perform at Catchy Creek, there's about 2,000 people. Right. In Reno, about 2,000 right. people. Half of those get free tickets. Yeah. Mm. But, but But being that you're savvy and you know this, are you able to kind of play with that fact oh, with yeah. the audience and All kind of time. make fun of them a little oh, bit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, easy. See, see, that's the pro. That's why Uncle Pito's easy. a pro. He knows... Mm-hmm. After he, a while. He knows how to do the crowd work oh, and, and get people uh, in, in the palm of his hand. Easy. It's special. Truly special. It's powerful. It's, it, you know, it's not just, you know, making jokes. Hey, Nanette, I heard you go to the Philippines every three years. What is this? Business or pressure? And I would say, oh, no. It's for, you know, pleasure, we could say. Three years. Because this time she went to the Philippines to do introduce our newest son to the real father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you will laugh at it, especially if I say it in Tagalog. My goodness. Isn't that funny? It's easy. I make fun of yeah. Sam all the time. You know, especially Pina because she, she's a pure yeah. Ilocana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will copy her, you mm-hmm. know. 
doing some Ilocano. Oh, your Auntie Gloria and your Lolo will cringe at this because you know yeah. your Lolo don't like this. But your Lolo is too crude for him. Even though, even then, your Lolo knew I could sing. Yeah, knew there was talent. Yeah, yeah. And Lolo said, "I don't use it until yeah. I came here." Yeah. Okay, I got one more question before we move on to to the last couple of portions. My mom mentioned that you're the or she has this memory mm-hmm. that you're the only person who can make Pacifica laugh. You make your, your, your mom laugh. Is that true? How does that? Yeah. Well, I would say very true. Mm. I could make my mom laugh easy. You, you know cr- why? Cracking up. Cracking up. Because I, I was the only one who could do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody else did. Yeah. Nobody would even try it. I could crack my mom like, like your Lolo is easier. <laughs> your Lolo is so easy, even though she gets mad. Yeah. You know, yeah. if, if when your Lolo came in, she never he never yeah. drove. And the first teacher he had was Ralphie. <laughs> he was so mad that you don't <laughs> Yeah. Easy. Was your mom funny? Like like what, what did she have a sharp sense sense of humor? And and that's why you were the yes. only one who, who could yes. get her? Yeah. You know why? Awesome. Because of the things, that especially to, to my Lola Teodora that mm-hmm. I tied up. Yeah. You, know, you think that will ever go away? Even mm-hmm. your mom will not uh, yeah. forget. Yeah. You know, some things, they just stay on you. You it's, know, they will stay there. Like, yeah. like what Smith did to LeBron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you will remember that. Oh, yeah. LeBron oh, will thank you, remember. James. LeBron will LeBron never forget. Oh, my God. J.R. Smith forever. But now he's gone Hollywood. That son of a uh, had dinner with Al Pacino yeah. and uh, was Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. now. Yeah. He's not now- taking basketball. First take, he said, uh, on first take, uh, they said, he's only 20% basketball now. He's 80% yeah. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think his end goal now he wants to play with his son. I, and I think, that's what he said. I think they have some understanding with Magic Johnson that, hey, we're going to have they're you here yeah. and we're going to, you know, Give us some entertainment. Give us some some wins and some credibility, and we'll draft your son, and you'll get to play with Bronny. You yeah. know, I'm a lot older. It's quite than the you goal. Guys. But the last time we were there last weekend, I told uh, Joseph, "Don't put money on Matisse. Pacquiao gonna win." But I will mm-hmm. tell you this: right now, the Dodgers will win the World Series. Wow. Okay, you Ooh. hear her first. The Dodgers because of Machado. When they got kicked by uh, Houston and Verlander last year in the World Series, one game, one game away. Not, oh, yeah. Steve, the you Dodgers were there. Will win. I was there at game two. I I saw. I feel like the pivotal, my the pivotal God. game. Yeah. See, this is what I I am hmm. so proud of my nephews. You know, <laughs> especially uh, Manuel hmm. and you, Manuel. God, he went to Chicago for two games in the World Series. So, you for know, the Cubs. The Houston, yeah. How much do you think you're going to spend going over there for two games? The hotel, your food, and everything. Well, and Joseph and Jonathan, he goes to the Warrior game yeah. all the time. Finals. So, yeah, oh, finals. But I'm so proud of it. Manuel was in the Babe Series yeah. already because Manuel is an Oakland ace well, fan. Well, there, there's a difference between when you have money, do you want to put your money into things or do you want to put money there into into kid. experiences? Babies. And, I, and, and there's a there's a, I think, a lot, uh, or, or there's a big push. I think to let's. I'd rather have the experience and put the money there than to have a thousand dollar toy or you know or you know or contraption. Well, 
we are not big time like Floyd Mayweather who mm. could put 110,000 on a college game. You know? Yeah, oh yeah. We're yeah. not that no, big. we're not doing that. So uh, the casinos will not mm-hmm. even touch us. If we're yeah. just putting 50, 60, 100 dollars. Yeah. We're, that we're nothing. Yeah. So we do it for pleasure. Yeah. Uh, one of my yeah. friends do this. He never bet with Pacquiao. He always bet against Pacquiao. Against. And you know why? The experience. Uh, no. He told me this. His name is uh He's a real gambler. He okay. Said, if Rudy. Pacquiao wins, I lose money, but I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But the other guy wins. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I may be a little lonely, but I got money. Yeah. He always yeah. bet against Pacquiao. Yeah. That's what I said. Makes sense. Oh, yeah. Totally makes sense. And he's a real gambler, yeah. Stephen. Mm-hmm. Unlike us. Yeah. You know? uh, 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 JR is a lot better gambler than uh, you know, especially uh-huh. especially Jonathan, Jonathan, no, yeah. no. and Joseph. Yeah. Jonathan's very conservative, but jo- Joseph has grown to be my my gambling partner in the recent years. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. guys are pretty good. Look, mm-hmm. look at Uncle Dong. Okay, Uncle mm. Dong. Before coming in here, he never played yeah. poker. Now he goes to casino better than me. <laughs> he goes to win. How, how win often? Casino in Vegas and sleep there. That is a question. So yeah. how often do you, because I know you, Nanette, Dong, Adoy, mm-hmm. Abing, you, got, you, you, guys, you, you guys are very close. Yeah. How often do you guys go to, to casinos and, and to things like that? Me, only summertime because Reno. Reno, right. I go to a, a Red Hawk. Mm-hmm. You know, the last two times, I, I cannot lose. Uh, more than 300. Uh, yeah. The trip before that, more than 800. I won trip mm-hmm. after that. And, you know, in Reno, you go during the summer because there's mm-hmm. no snow. And right. because Auntie Abing is there. Beautiful. Yeah. It's but not too hot. Dong, I cannot believe what he did. He did to his life. He's more of a casino goer than me now. Yeah. Oh, One yeah. time, there was a time when I gave your dad a room at Paris. Mm-hmm. I gave him a room at Paris. Because I got another room at Bally's. Yeah. I said, don't you sleep here. I got another room here. But now he goes to win. <laughs> mm-hmm. I it. have never slept at yeah. win casino. And that's the yeah, only time. casino in Vegas mm-hmm. that has a golf course. Right. Inside the casino. In the casino. You know, right. The, oh. Remember when you were small and we would go to Tropicana at yes. the time. You and your mom. We even went to cruises. Me and your cruises, mom. Yeah. You know, not too many Filipino families could do this. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Mm-hmm. No, I had one uh, woman came over here, buy some tickets to Nanette in one of our shows. And that wasn't in there before, Steve. Okay. All the cruises. Yeah. And he came over the, over here and he said to me and Nanette, Oh, Kuya Pepito, Auntie Nanette. You should go on a cruise. He said, oh, cruising is nice. Me and <laughs> my husband went to a cruise. So I, I didn't say nothing yeah. because they're buying tickets. Yeah. Now I put those pictures in here. Mm-hmm. So when the time she came back, oh, my God. <laughs> she was, you son of a bitch. You've yeah, been to cruises, cruises all your life. Man. God, I've been to door right. plantation in Hawaii when there were no trains, no nothing. All, all, uh, uh, yeah. all uh, pineapples. Yeah. <laughs> don't give me that. Yeah. This is what I'm saying yeah. when the, you have to leave it. You mm-hmm. were there. Yeah. You know. It's and important. I'm too old for that. You know, I just turned 76. Yeah. 76. Congratulations. Happy How's birthday. Like 13. How's it feel to be well, 76? You know, I still play uh, you, you look good. Wild golf. Oh, thank you, JR. You know, I have to maintain this one. Even though, you know, my 
whole body hurts. It hurts. My toes, my knees, my back. Yeah. But I still, yeah. I just walked uh, yesterday. You got to move, all, yeah. All the time. You got to move. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. You, when you're this age, remember, you're mm. live to be 89. I, yeah. Amazing. Almost 90. Amazing. Really amazing. Memorial Day 1995 when he died. You were thir- uh, 12. Yeah. Going on 13. That, that's the goal, man. But yeah. That's the only it. thing you thinking now. Your health. Yeah. Health. Yeah, we all we all gotta make it. To, we all gotta make it to uh to eighty nine. Hey, now that I'm this age and I'm almost retired from shows, every time I go to a funeral parlor with mm-hmm. one of my closest friends, Christ, I have to bring my guitar. But I cannot sing all the songs now. Mm-hmm. I have to sing. How many songs do you think that is proper on a funeral parlor? Just give me one song that you want to sing if you're on a funeral parlor. Oh boy. And I will do it, Steve. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna start thinking. I'm gonna start Think thinking. Now. Okay. I, I have four songs that I sing. Okay. Do you sing uh The Wind Beneath the Wings? No. Okay. You sing uh It's a good one though. I like sing, it. Is it that era or or you want you want No, no. Okay, it's mo- modern songs. Oh well the song the song has not to be okay. new. Okay. Be. See what's a what's a classic uh there you go tearjerker. You probably, uh, Tears in Heaven. No. Ooh. I sing four songs. Okay, what are they? Okay. Number one is, have you seen the uh, movie True Grit, the remake? Yes. What was the song? True Grit. The song I don't remember. By uh, Bridges, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah. I remember the Haley movie. Stanfield, the Filipino. What an Oscar for that one. Yeah. He won Thank an Oscar. You. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he's Stevie. Okay. What's the song? Uh... Uh, That's always my favorite. Okay. Now, uh, then I sing uh, two Hawaiian songs. Mm. You know, I remember you. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I yeah. always open with "I remember you" uh-huh. for the day. That's nice. Oh, I have a guess. There's a Beatles song. Is is one of them a Beatles no. song? Okay. I I, I in this I, life. I will remember it when I'm alone. Okay. Okay. You know, when yeah. You're 76. Yeah. The uh, you, you get those mm. lapses like Smith. Okay. Did, uh, right. Okay. Good. Well, good. All right. <laughs> and oh, the other yeah. song was Chris Christopherson. <laughs> I, I know. I know Chris Christopherson. He's uh he does the ride like the wind. Was that him? No, he With does the, a lot of songs. Me and Bobby McGee. Such a long way to go. And, but uh, his other song was uh, uh, Why Me, Lord. Oh, okay. Oh, my, mm. my. You Classic my, song. My, if I sing that in a funeral part, even your hair will stand up. <laughs> yeah. Why me, Lord? Oh, man. Okay. What did I ever do? Yeah. That was worth okay. loving you. Yeah. Oh, boy. I like oh, that. That's a jerker. Oh, my God. So, oh, so, yeah. They own a funeral So, part. you? I'm a guitar only. And a guitar. And that's you're doing another, it. That's one in my bucket list. I told yeah. Jonathan okay, Joseph good. about this. I don't like uh, when I die. I don't want people, you know... In today's time, you got a big screen. Yeah. Video. I am going to make my own video. Oh, okay. Got it. Talk to these people. Talk to them. On my funeral. And Joseph would do that because Joseph is so good. Yeah. A videographer. That's a great idea. And the other one, the last one, they asked me to sing again, which is open. is is, uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary's uh, Blowing in the Wind. Oh, yeah. I I have to perform that to you because I changed everything. Well, 
one sometime I should come back and we should perform oh, it and God, record it. Steve, I, I'd love that because we record it. There's no Labrador better than you when it comes to guitar. Okay. I so, camouflage my my uh, <laughs> you're playing <laughs> my, my playing guitar with my jokes and yeah. all, but you know three notes like Elvis. Okay, good. Well, so we're gonna have Uncle Pito part two at some point later oh, in the sure. future, and, and, we're, and it's it's gonna be a performance. There's gonna be song. I definitely want to do El Paso with you. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, remember after the show with Gabby Concepcion yeah. in our room in the hotel, and this who was that? That's my nephew. El Paso. Yeah. And your mom. Oh, the first thing we, when I showed up at Temecula one time, your mom already knew what she's going to do. Yeah. Your mom is always like that. Mm -hmm. Your mom is always, you know, so smart. Pito, I will take you to Rosa's Cantina. They have one over here. Yeah. And they play El Paso all oh, day out in the West in Temecula. Oh. And your mom took me over there. That's amazing. Your mom took me to a lot of places. That's But not like that's great. John Chambers did to mm. me. John yeah. Chambers John. took me to my first casino, right. my first casino in the United States. Amazing. My God, John Chambers. Yeah. See, he changed it all. Once a month, your cousins text me all uh -huh. the time. Even when Kathy or Ralphie goes to mm. the, uh, the uh, funeral. You can't see this, Kathy. but uh, Uncle Peter pulled out a flip phone right Kathy. now. Kathy. Kathy. Just going to the graveyard. Kathy, oh Kathy, all yeah. the time, just going over there. Yeah, she texts me. That's great because she knows how you know I love his dad. Yeah, John, John Chambers changed a lot. He was a great friend. Oh my goodness. Yeah, remember the house in San Diego, a pool table. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh my yeah, close to Kuya Marshall. Yeah. My goodness. When I'm coming. Yeah. So I was married to uh, the professor's mm -hmm. uh, wife. Um, my wife was rocking John will have some uh, Olympia beer in the refrigerator uh -huh. in the morning. Yeah. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> then then uh, when I get up, he said, Pito, beer is cold. Let's go. Yeah. Because him and me and Sam, we have one thing in common. And Quaresma, we were all in the military. Yeah. And you can throw him back. Oh, God. John was <laughs> everything. Then, mm. then your mom came. Mm. You know, me and Tex, Kuyang's yeah. best friend, pick up your mom at the airport. I was renting. 1972. I was right after martial law. I rent. I was renting a house in uh, Oakland. Mm -hmm. I was driving a Firebird. Yeah. Your mom drove that Firebird <laughs> because that's what what she wants to do. I have to have a car. This mm -hmm. is America. Mm -hmm. I was there when your mom took your Lolo yeah. to rent an apartment. Uh -huh. Your Lolo was sitting on a cot. But your mommy was earning a lot of money yeah. already. Oh, now the nurses in the Philippines, they come over here. They right. couldn't even pass the exam. So, no more. so Lolo was sleeping on a cot at that point. Uh, at that point, wow. he had a cot. Yeah. Until we bought that house. Your mom bought that house mm -hmm. on, with the swimming pool. Oh, yeah. my God. Hemingway. I cannot wait. Yeah. Okay, boys, yeah. let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Me and your dad would jump from the roof, remember? Oh, wait. Was this, this was probably the Sun Valley house. Somebody with the swimming pool. Yeah. That's, that's where I think somewhere around that time is when she met Ding. I feel like Ding oh, yeah. was, was a, uh, a nursing friend, but then also I think a neighbor or, or lived well, in the neighborhood. Well, uh, your mom was the elite. 
yeah. uh, coming uh, from you. Yeah. It's not because you finished nursing. Mm. You know, some kind of kakamemi school in the Philippines, but your yeah. mom was a UP graduate. Right. Excellent. That's like uh, the others. Like yeah. Quaresma's wife, what's her name? Angie. Angie. Yeah. That's another street. You know, Angie yeah. took a street. You know? <laughs> street. I, I got a street. You, you, you cannot correct that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> to me, Let it go. Yeah. You, do you know that the Filipinos are not copied when it comes to uh, diction and pronouncement by any other? It's very unique. Very unique. I, you can do, Jonathan could do God dog in, uh, Indian, yeah. uh, Chinese. His Thai yeah. impression is really funny. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Maybe JR can do some of them. Thai is terrible. Thai is interesting. Oh, yeah. Thai is hard. But yeah, but, the, Jonathan can do that. but that's why Joe Coy, when he does, you know, the, the Filipino, it's so it hits because it's, it's like it really resonates because yeah. it's so distinct. Yeah, he, his, his Filipino postman impression is hilarious. Yeah, I really think good. Joseph is going to his show. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be in, uh, in uh, Grand Chien, Yeah, I believe. Seeing, seeing good comedy is important. So, so yeah, oh, that's important. Uh, oh. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> when I do comedy, I, yeah. you know, I have to prepare. So yeah. It's not just like impromptu. Yeah. Especially if you're going to be on stage. You got to have stuff for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, but great. in in Hawaii, I don't have to. God, I could talk in Ilocano. Kakamsa, kabale. Wow, it's so easy to make them people laugh. Yeah, so easy. Amazing. It depends on you know the audience. If it's a tough audience, you're talking Reno. Yeah, Vegas. Reno's tough. Oh God, casinos you, seem you tough. You have to be prepared. Yeah, those, yeah. Because you know. uh, people aren't necessarily there to see you. They're kind of exactly. in and out. Yeah. Not only deal. that, I probably would ask the producer. Okay, could I just do 15 minutes? Because other places, you cannot stop me. Yeah. You know, if I'm on, my goodness. Yeah. 30 minutes, nothing. Yeah, it nothing. flies. Patricia could carry on before she even sang a song. 20 minutes already is gone. Just talking? Just talking. Wow. Because people are, you know, the reception. They're riveted, they're, yeah. Oh, yeah. Riveted. yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I would tell the producer, and I never lost this bet. Never. I tell the producer, I bet you. Before I do my comedy, you will be laughing uh -huh. because they do not know that when I strip, you know, the, 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 the apron, the apron and the uh, masking tape yeah. uh, under my suit. Right. So I would sing three, four songs. And then when I strip, oh my God, oh, yeah. I told you, and I never lost that bet. <laughs> you will be laughing before I do comedy. Amazing. Well, Uncle Pete, though, this has been absolutely incredible. We're going to do it again. JR, were there a couple of things that you wanted? Uh, we prepared a couple of games. Yeah. JR, let's, do you, yeah, you want to you just slip into what, uh, what you got? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I got, I got a couple of things. But, but first, um, we have a sponsor. Uh, Sponsors. We, we do have a sponsor, yeah. So this episode of the Filipino Time Podcast, episode four, is brought to you by San Miguel Beer. Mm. <laughs> San Miguel, mm, delicious. San Love Miguel it. is the number one beer in the Philippines and Hong Kong. Ah. They even have their own Philippine basketball team called the San Miguel Beer Men. <laughs> this is not a joke. You can no. Google that. I've heard. It's not a joke. <laughs> I heard. So hurry and go to your local seafood city and grab yourself a San Miguel beer. Ito ang beer. <laughs> well done, well done. Okay. 
So we we have uh, um we play a little game here, Uncle Pito, called the okay. Filipino test. The Filipino, Filipino test. Well, I told you, uh, Stephen, if I cannot give you a good answer to any of these questions, you I will. will not... Okay, go they ahead. Sh- these should be easy, and I know you like Jeopardy, so I- I'm gonna ask oh. it Jeopardy style, and you're gonna answer Jeopardy style. Jeopardy style. That's okay, okay with go. you. Okay. Like so um, here we go. Question one, Filipino test. This young Pinoy man started as a cover band singer and ended up going to the States to be a lead singer of a famous U.S. rock band. This is an easy one. Arnel Pineda. Uh, you didn't answer in Jeopardy style. Please answer the question Jeopardy style. Who is Arnel Pineda? There we go. That's correct. Who Who is that picture over there? Is that, is that him? Is that him? <laughs> what What did it say in the picture? Kuya Pepito. See that? Mm. My yeah. God. I got two pictures of Arnel Pineda. One in the side of the room and one over here. Because, you know, I know him well. He He's got unreal vocals. Oh, unreal. no. Yeah, better than that. We got invited to Las Vegas when he performed at the MGM mm-hmm. because Nanette is so close to uh, Arnel. She he, she produced at least three shows mm. with Arnel. That's why uh, Arnel made uh, Jonathan and uh, and uh, Joseph his friends. In fact, he invited both of them before he sang the uh, uh, a show not on TV before the Super Bowl uh, two Super Bowls ago. Yeah. Anyway, when uh, we got to MGM, he did not mention my name or your antenna He just went thumbs up because I was there yeah. and we were ushered. That is awesome. That is how he's big, close. He's big That's time. why you have an uncle for a celebrity. He's big Any Excellent. Uh, before yes. you question another one, give me sure. another one. I told uh, Stephen, there mm. are three questions in the world. Right. One that you cannot answer when I ask you. Mm, Two, one. I will make it 50-50. Correct. And the other one, an easy one that I think you could answer. Yeah. Go ahead, JR. You got it. Mm-hmm. So obviously, these next two questions will fall within the category of All those right. three questions. Question number two, Uncle Piro. This Filipina actress and singer provided the singing voices for two official Disney princesses, Jasmine and Mulan. I do not know. She was the official Disney singing voice for these two official Disney princesses, Jasmine and Mulan. Okay. Uh, could I ask questions before I answer that? Sure. If I know that. Sure. Where sure. does he hail? I have no idea. She, I, ha- I can tell you that she is a full-fledged Filipina. <clears throat> is she in the Philippines now? Probably. Probably. Yeah, I think she. I think she's like a host of like a American Idol style. Like, like she's one of the judges on a, like an American Maybe. Idol style show in the. That sounds like a safe. Okay, uh, so, I will guess. Leia Salonga. Please answer in a Jeopardy style. Who is Leia Salonga? That is correct. Yes. You know, Absolutely. Uncle Pito has not missed anything. Yeah. Yet, has he? No, no, no. Thank you. On fire. Oh, you're on fire. Now ask me the first category of the question that you think. I will not be able oh, to answer. Something he does not know. That's something. It's um, gonna be hard for Jay. I have a question. I have <laughs> okay, a... go ahead, Stephen. <laughs> Can you name all of the f- islands of the Philippines? Oh my God! <laughs> no way. <laughs> Seven thousand something. 
<laughs> Thank you, Steven. You got him. That proved my point. Can you can you name the sea that falls south of the Philippines? What is the sea that is south of the Philippines? South going down uh, Celebes. That's correct. That is Celebes Sea. Oh, jeez. <gasps> Bonus. Okay. Now, so, can I ask a question? Yes. Yes. Entertainment. Yes. Entertainment. I would not think because. These questions I'm going to ask you, Jr. Stephen, yes. I could answer it just like that. But now I'm going to ask you, and I don't think you could answer. Probably not, but let's okay. try. But let's when see. you go to Alexa or your computer, okay. you will be able to answer this question. Number one, easy question, but I don't think you could give me the answer. Okay. Give me three movies that Tom Hanks did with Gary Sinise. Forrest Gump. You got probably mm. seeing like a was, was Gary Sinise in Catch Me If You Can? I don't know. Two more. Was, was he in? Catch- oh, we, should we go older? Older than Catch Me If You Can? Sure. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. No, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But see, was was Gary Sinise in Philadelphia? No. If yes, you know, if you don't know, I will just tell you. Okay. We will have. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Of course, Forrest Gump, mm. The Green Mile. Oh. Apollo 13. Ah. Oh. See, that, that is makes what sense. I meant when I said I will ask you a question yeah. that you probably wouldn't ask. Probably don't. If I ask you, oh, give me 15 characters from the movie Ten Commandments, I'm sure uh. you will not be able to get it. But I could just like that. Okay. Trust There's no way I can. Excellent. That. Well, I have a final, I have a final question a for you. Go okay. Ahead, JR. Okay. Uncle Pino. So, final question, Jeopardy style. Remember now, uh, let me interrupt you. I have not missed a question yet. You're two for two. Actually, you're three for three because you got yeah. the celebrity. No, so if you really want to ask me that you think I cannot answer, this is good. Okay. I think this may, may be 50%. the hardest of the three. Okay, okay here we go. Here we go. I, I like Focus. JR. Okay. You honest, JR. Yeah. Building up. This Filipino actor won Best Actor at the 35th Metro Manila Film Festival for his role in the movie, I Love You, Goodbye. That is very, oh Lord. <laughs> Say it one more time. So this Filipino actor won Best Actor at the 35th Metro Manila Film Festival for his role in the movie, I Love You, Goodbye. He won a Filipino Oscar? <laughs> Basically. Sure. Oh, Oscarito. Uh, this is like a spelling bee. Can I ask you a question before yeah. I, before I try to answer? JR? Yeah. Sure. Is he over fifty years old? Let me confirm. Yes. <laughs> yes. He doesn't look it. Probably. Yes. Did you yeah. say yes? He is over fifty. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. This is a guess. Christopher De Leon. That is incorrect. Wait, I have a guess. I give up. Yeah. Gabby, who is Gabby Concepcion? That's correct. My goodness! <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you went cold with your cousin. You got yeah. me there. Just like I said, I like those questions. He is literally know, the only Filipino you... actor I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know how close we are to Gabby. Yes. Very, very close. Yeah. Okay. I even so you can ask him about that. Be like... Yeah. No show. Mm. We just went. Yeah, just went. We just went. Gamble and go swimming. I love it. On his birthday, one of them. That's he, oh, Gabby said, I don't know what birthday was. I've got a picture yeah. in here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Pito, you know, you will never. These people, Christopher Dillion, mm-hmm. Tirso Cruz, Gabby Concha, are so lucky 
that they could go back to the Philippines and have their own shows mm-hmm. because of these uh, mm-hmm. serials now. Mm-hmm. You know, Gabby was here and he yeah. sells everything, right. real estate, you right. know, nothing. Right. But they go back to the Philippines, yeah. they have their show. Mm-hmm. If at any time I go over there, believe me, I will be on TV. Yeah. Because uh, Imelda Papin would ask for mm-hmm. it. Kirso and uh, Christopher. Right. Oh, Kuwe Pepito, you have to be on TV because we will be there. And yeah. my inana, Aramina, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Patricia Javier, they've yeah. been waiting. How come you yeah. don't go to the Philippines? I don't want to go over there. There's so yeah. many other places. To yeah. Go. But if I do, trust me, all the celebrities mm-hmm. that I've performed with over here, it's gonna, oh, yeah. Ray Valera, everybody. Maybe not uh, Martin Ibera because I kicked their butts <laughs> in Reno. But you know, If I go over yeah. there, just in case, they're probably lying to yeah. me. But, you know, okay. uh, Christopher would say, no, 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 no. Especially the wife, uh, Sandy Andalong, she loves me mm-hmm. because I could make her laugh. Of course. Yeah, we had so many shows, okay. me and Christopher. Excellent. You know, JR, Christopher's daughter, Marielle de Leon, who now is a reigning beauty queen in the Philippines. The first time I saw this kid, she was nine, I believe. Mm-hmm. We have a show in Reno. She just showed up with the mother, Sandy Andalong, and I said, oh, God, Christopher, your daughter is so pretty. And she said, you wait. Oh, my goodness. In another, what, five years, she was taller than him mm-hmm. because the mother is so pretty. But Sandy Andalong is so rich in the Philippines. They own buses. Uh-huh. Uh, Christopher, she drove, uh, not drove mm-hmm. exactly my car, but she has about four yeah. Mercedes Benz. Uh-huh. And I performed with his uh, sister, Pinky, Pinky, before him coming to the United States. With uh-huh. Christopher, I performed over Monterey uh-huh. two, three times already before we went on tour, uh-huh. like uh, uh, Reno. Okay. Anyway. Excellent. But I missed that Gabby. You know, Gabby was my second choice before I said Christopher. Uh, Should have said <laughs> it. I asked you what, what age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Uh, JR. Pretty, yeah, pretty, that's a good question. Pretty JR. good and test. I, and I like your questions because it pertains on entertainment. Yes, exactly. Uh, which is exactly that was my goal, and I was yeah. hoping that would yeah. uh, that would resonate with you. All right. Maybe and, your mom could answer that. Yeah, possibly. She she knows her pop. We're gonna give pop. we're gonna give your mom a different Filipino test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you, yeah. You, you, your Aunt, mom is gonna be like uh, <laughs> Aunt, Auntie Adoy. We'd uh, love to have you on. <laughs> Auntie Adoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't see Love it. All right, and that. Wait, well, that what do you was, got? That was the Filipino test. The Filipino, Filipino test. I only got. I, we only have one more segment, and it's a fun segment. I like to. I like to call Uncle Pito sings the hits. I've prepared three song clips from songs, and I was wondering if you could finish the lyric. Does that sound fun? Do you think I could do it? Absolutely. Okay, go ahead. I, well, so going by your, your standards, two definitely fall in the I know this category of question. One of them is 50-50. I, I'm not sure. But Can we start with the easier with, ones? Yeah, we'll start with the, with, with the easier yeah. ones. Okay, so all right. So, I, so I'm going to play a portion of a song into the mic here so Jerry can hear yeah. it. And then I'm going to hit pause at some point. And my question is, can you then complete the next lyric? You, you could say it, or if you feel it in your heart, you can sing it. Okay? We would love to hear the singing okay. completion. Here is song selection number one. <laughs> 
Ito ay hindi chismes na pag-usapan lang. Yodleyo, walang labis, walang kulang. Right. Steven, I could sing that when I'm dead. All right, and let's hear the answer. Ito ay hindi Got it. So, this is of course... This is of course Fred Panopio. Panopio's classic song named that became the name of your restaurant Betong mm-hmm. Gatong. And not too many modern Filipinos that are in America now mm-hmm. knew that it was Fred Panopio. Fred Panopio. They think it's Pepito Labrador. Pepito Labrador. Uh-huh. Yes. It's it's you you did a classic version oh, and and that's the restaurant and, that's my the car, original. Love it. Okay. So that was number 1. Number 2. Here we go. Here we go. One, right? no, no, another easy one. Got a dream they want to share. They're coming to America. Nailed it once again. <laughs> Two for two. He knows these songs. Word for a word. Oh, amazing, amazing performance. Now, okay, so this will be the last one. This is a 50-50. Okay, Thank you. I want you to put yourself in the uh, a little more of the mindset of your sons. Okay? I have three, you know. Your two insane sons. <laughs> okay. Here, here we go. Not the professor. Here we go. Here we go. Yo, if you need to talk, you can count on me. And if you need to laugh, you can count on me. And if you want to chill, you can count on me. But if you need me on time, I'm blank. That's an era seed song. <laughs> All right, so, I am blank. Okay, so this is this is a song that me, JR, Joseph, and, and, jo- and Jonathan wrote called Filipino Time. It's the theme song oh. of our podcast. It's called Filipino Time. And so... That that line is if you need me on time, and the answer is because of course we're on Filipino time. Very good, Steve. Well, Uncle I Pito, love it. I Uncle, love that. Uncle Pito, this has been absolutely incredible thank you, thank having you, you thank here. You. Thank this you. So much fun. A little bit of business, quick business. Uncle Pito earlier in the pre-show had a, a correction and a, and a retraction. Corrections and retractions. I have been saying that I have I am the second tallest of the Labrador cousins. That is incorrect. According to Uncle Pito, Ralph is five nine and maybe some change. Whoa. And, and so so that puts yeah. Ralph squarely at number two. I am now relegated to number three. And when did I told you the confirmation of mm. this information? I was listening to your tape. Mm. With Joseph, and while you are talking, I called Rafi. <laughs> you called somebody to reconfirm. Yeah, I called Rafi while listening to the tape, mm. and I said, "Rafi, how tall are you?" This is from Stephen's podcast thing. Yeah, that's when he told me, Jr. Yes. So, mm. Ralph, you are number two. Clearly, number two. I, I give you the crown. <laughs> Congratulations. You have the silver. Steve is now bronze. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like this. We're, we're kind of establishing that on this podcast, we're going to get things right eventually. 
we oh. might we may not hit it on the first try on the first right. draft. Okay, me and Jay, and error. Me and Jay, we're kind of young. We're kind of haphazard with our style, but we're gonna get it. Okay, we'll figure it out. All right, and with that, that's the end of our show. Jay, any closing sentiments before we no, wrap? Thank up? you, Uncle Pedo. We, uh, if, for the listeners, uh, look forward to episode five. We're gonna have Uncle Pedo's youngest, cra- craziest son, Jonathan <laughs> Labrador. He will be with me at my home. Mm-hmm. In uh, Orange County, California, for the next yes. Thursday, the twenty-sixth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and then with that, we bid the adieu. Bye bye. Bye.